We are back post interview flow. How are we doing, everybody? Episode 31, Beyond the Bleachers, the chosen few have returned. But of course, I am just an observer. I am a disciple. The real sage, the real uh, enigma of our presence of this world is joined with me today. This man helped write the Declaration of Independence. Um, Anita Baker got tips from him on um, what's really going on. Uh, this guy actually showed Michael Jackson how to do the moonwalk. I'm joined by the none other, the most illustrious, the most incredible Moses Waldo. Moses, how are you doing? Not too bad. Every time I think that I'm like, how is he going to do this? He just seemed to top yourself with these intros. The Declaration of Independence. Like, damn, I got like a couple, maybe I got like two or three gray hairs in my beard, but I ain't that old, man. You, he transcends time and space, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry about that, Moses. Don't you what's that, worry. What's that, uh, what's that movie with uh, Shirley? Is it Shirley Stern? Like where they're like these people who just kind of live forever. Oh, Hitch. Like, Wasn't it? No, no not Hitch. I'm Hancock. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, she doesn't die in that one. And no, like, yeah, there's like the this, love of her life. No, um, no, it was a movie that just came out recently. Oh, she did another one. Yeah, but it was about like she, they're. What do you call it? There's a, there's a word for <laughs> it. More? They're like not evil, but they're oh, like they, they can't. They have it like they can be, but they they're more right. So they're they're kind of used as warriors. And yeah, gone through. They cannot die. Yeah. Oh, wait, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was on Netflix, I think, right? It was a Netflix film. And it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool. And then she was like, you just can't kill her. Like, But she can't remember how old she is. But she's been around for a lot longer than everyone thinks. And who knows how many wars she's been through. She's like, memory's just like, you know, distant to her, right? No, I remember that stuff. Oh, Moses is in thought now. He's probably researching. I'm just it. trying. I'm he, trying to find know. her. Dis, you know her uh, film filmography. <laughs> yeah, her filmography. You know, uh, while he peruses uh, the. Yeah, I'll be doing this for like the next hour, and then be like, yeah, the, right, <laughs> "Well, you're like the podcast is over. Like, uh, what <laughs> yeah. were you doing?" Uh, so this is a, this is a, not a problem, and it, it's a it's a benefit and a curse, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, in the sense that I can get tunnel vision. So when I need to concentrate and work on something. He can focus. I'm, I'm 100% there. So that, that's sure. been a plus for me. The only problem for is sure. if there's something distracting me, I am 100% there. So <laughs> try to find that right balance. On that distraction, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So just, you know, I got to focus here, not look here. Yeah, that's fine. Eyes up. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, of course, of course. But uh, great to have you back, man. Great to be back, obviously, for this uh, for episode 31. Uh, we've come a long way already. Um, you know, Moses, What? firstly, I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, post-Craig Smith, man. You know, we, we didn't really get to touch on it so much, but I, I feel like it was a really good interview. I, I enjoyed it a lot. What did you think? You know, I actually, yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. I think there have been more questions, and as the days went along, and I know we posted it, I was like, ah, there's so much more I wanted to ask him because there's yeah. a lot that he, that he does too, as well. Uh, yeah, outside court. of this, that, yeah. So and, uh, you know, yeah. it would have been great to kind of really analyze that. You only had a, a few minutes uh, here and there. Uh, Zoom, I'm still waiting for that promotion. <laughs> yeah, Zoom, we are, we are, try- we are actually promoting your brand. So you, what you need to do is hook us up with a, a. Uh, a subscription. A, uh, on the you house know, subscription. Yeah, come on. You know, come on. Drop, 
Drop 10 cents for every time we say Zoom. Come on. Let's, I mean, isn't that exactly what you're looking for anyway? The free promos. But uh, yeah, man, I agree. Really good to, to, stock to have options. that conversation. You know what? Stock. I go with stock <laughs> options. That's my goal. You know what? You know, you can give me all the cash in the world, but I think give me stock options long term. You got to, you got to really demand, you got to really demand, um, you know, the best. Otherwise, they won't treat you that way. And Moses, you are absolutely correct. We want stock options, we want the jet. We want um, we want the, the the driving service if there is one, <clears throat> the uh, beach house in, in the Bahamas if that's even available still, and we want the passcodes to the bank account. So Zoom, your move. We've uh, we've <laughs> listed our demands, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we're, they're pretty reasonable if if you ask me in the grand scheme of things, but. Uh, aside from that, let's get into it, man. Uh, we had a lot happen this week, but firstly, firstly, Moses, uh, we need to take a look at uh, the 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 ether, as it were. We have uh, the NFL, or rather, the uh, Vegas odds for the Super Bowl, right? But it's the Vegas odds versus Giselle Bunchen's odds. So I, uh, of course, don't have anything concrete on Giselle Bunchen's odds. So I would, I was hoping that you would uh, help us by uh, by filling in some of the gaps um, with that. So of course we got the uh, Super Bowl fifty five odds coming in, and uh, it it does pit you know the big the big uh, the big TB twelve right as as topping it, but. Uh, I mean, well, actually, not even. I think it here they have Kansas City taking it um, as a favorite at negative minus minus one sixty five, right? Uh, but it looks like a lot of people are starting to put a bit more money on the Tampa Bay Bucks right now, uh, even though Vegas is 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 weighing right against them. But I wanted to know, Moses, what is the uh, the Bunchen saying? You know, what is there a term uh, uh, we could refer to her as? Is she like one of the World Cup octopus now or like, you she's know, a sage. she's a sage. She's she presents <clears throat> accurate results and then disappears into the night. Never to be heard or seen from again or probably sold at the next pet lab. Uh, but yeah, what, what do you what do you take? What's your take, man? Uh, well, I did not get any confirmation, so <laughs> that is disappointing. So for all those who are listening or those li- who, who are, you know, frequent listeners to the yes. show, yeah, they know of the story that I keep repeating. And every every so often. There yeah. is some kind of voodoo that is behind Tom Brady and behind, yes. you know, so behind, you know, there was that phrase every, you know, for every, every great man, great man, there's a, a great woman, right? Yeah. Well, in this case, you have the Oracle. And yeah. <laughs> she's been able to predict what has happened in these Super Bowls by telling yeah. Tom. She has an altar to Tom. Um, you know, and that's I think what is that's that allegedly, you know, well, candles she, and stuff. They've said this. This is what they've said. Like this okay. is the article. Like, you know, okay. I, I'm okay. just saying this is the article. I have faith. He's, yeah. This is a CBS article. This is legit. Hey man, I, I read it. Wasn't just some kind of like rinky dink. <laughs> yeah, I I put it if you, if we have the video. Yes, it's there. Spot, no. it, yeah, yeah, you, you saw the article, the dude's name. Yeah, and yes, you know maybe yes, I'm yes. gonna have to get confirmation of this. Yes, 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 so, yes. Um, oh, for sure. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. No, uh, for sure. So I do not know, but you know there is another guy who's not necessarily a um, 
you know, a uh, prognosticator or a psychic. Yeah. But he does uh, have very good knowledge and something that we should look into. And it is very good. And a friend of mine uh, brought him up to me. And I've, I'm trying to remember. His last name is Coleman with a K. Yeah. Uh, K-O-L-L. Coleman. Uh, but he does breakdowns on YouTube. And he just kind of mm-hmm. talks about, you know, much like a, you know, for the average fan, Brett Coleman. And he does yeah. breakdowns um, of games or reasons why, you know, things will work out. And he did one uh, talking about the Chiefs. He didn't say who was going to win or lose, but said, you know, the Chiefs have a weakness. The Chiefs ah. are on a team built on efficiency. They're built on explosiveness. So yes. they get you with those big gains. And we saw that in the meeting in the regular season between Tampa and Kansas City. And yeah, you know, people are saying, oh, they're going to obliterate them. But what happened was, yes, when during the first half, particularly, they, they, they put up 20 points. They looked unbeatable. Tyreek Hill was doing a backflip into the end zone. Everything was He's, good. He, you cannot catch him. No. But things changed in the second half. And why? And he he kind of gives details as to why the offensive line for Kansas City hasn't really helped. So the run game is not going to be something that's going to, you know, at least um, keep the Tampa defense honest. Uh, they've yeah. been able to uh, able to do it. But one thing that he did mention because it's just Kelsey. Well, <laughs> you got him and Tyreek, right? But here's yeah. the thing: they when. Mahomes is the most efficient when he knows he's got one safety up top. That's what happened against Tampa. Mm-hmm. They, when they made, when they went to the adjustment to have two safeties, yeah, up top, uh, that changed the game because they trusted their 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 you know their, their front, front four line. yeah to uh, to really to mitigate point. that run because there were yeah. whole, you know obviously there's pockets there but. Kansas City's offensive line didn't do uh, that great of a job trying to get mm-hmm. those holes and an even better job by the Buccaneers uh, defensively to make sure that, you know, they got to the ball carrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they could, but Patrick Mahomes couldn't necessarily go through the air like he did. And if yeah. you put that team in third and long situations, they weren't the best of in that um, scenario. So, you know, when you, you kind of add that all – I think it's an opportunity for Tampa Bay to become successful. So will they do that throughout the game? Now, I'm curious to know what Andy Reid is going to do for his adjustments, knowing full well what happened in that second half. Yeah. They did win that game against Tampa Bay. But, but it was very close. Yeah, and a lot closer than, well, you know, you say it should have. I think the, the second half was, the, the clear winner in the second half was Tampa. For sure. Oh, the yeah, first, for sure. The first quarter was, <laughs> really, the first quarter and a half was yeah, Kansas was City. The, the Chiefs, but those yeah. but I thought those adjustments defensively was very telling and very interesting and he kind of broke it down in terms of why. Not saying that they're going to lose because of this because you know teams mm. make adjustments. But For sure. you saw what Tampa did when they added a second safety up top rather than, you know, having just one guy up there. It kind of it really mitigated the 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 aerial threat that is the Kansas City Chiefs. So forcing yeah. them, when you look at that pocket, we got to go with a run. Um, the run game's not working. So I thought that was very interesting, very telling, and I think something to look forward to and look at closely uh, when mm-hmm. you watch uh, the Bucks and KC. Now it's going to be – now I'm interested to see how the defense for Kansas City would respond to would adjust. Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I think it. I think it's going to be a very exciting game. I still yeah. I give the edge. I like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to win multiple Super Bowls. 
I'm for just sure. Thinking this Sunday, I have a funny feeling it's going to be Brady <laughs> and the Bucks. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll give you Brady my... should, Yeah, and then Brady should leave. Brady yeah, should yeah, go yeah, to some yeah. other. I'm going to Detroit. And yeah, then just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just start winning there. Yeah, he's just like, you know what? You know what? I saw. I, I, I saw, want to spread the love. I saw a great tweet that was like, literally, it's like Tom Brady literally this offseason just pointed at, just found some random team and was like, hey, you want to go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> and, and that's how that's how it that's all, all you need. That's all you yeah, need. So, that's yeah, all you need. Crazy. Um, but yeah, I, what I do think is Tom is very skilled in a and and of course he's not been uh, this this type of athlete for no reason it's because he's learned from every experience and every loss he's ever had and uh i know that him and bill belichick were very good at 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 holding possession and running the clock down that's that is the biggest thing that they could get to any offensive or explosive attack uh because you they may not have had and during this time in, in new england they may not have always had the most efficient defense um or even just the most efficient uh or, or best options in terms of um your your running backs or even your 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 uh your your throwing options i mean you know you if if, if you can tell me that you instead of getting the pick of the litter you know as and a tyreek hill hill being someone you you pause to Ed, edelman julius and edelman right and Julius Edelman got you, you know, what one, one or two uh, Super Bowls, or got you to at least a Super Bowl, right, minimum, and then actually converted. And he's not necessarily the biggest or best, flashiest guy out there. I mean, even uh, maybe two or three years younger than than Tom Brady, it seemed like. But the idea was, regardless of how well you are in terms of the offense, if you can keep the ball on your side. That's the biggest thing you you can do to win. Run the clock down, and um, Kansas City can't do much if they don't hold the ball. If uh, if Patrick is on the sideline for you know um, at least three quarters of the the Super Bowl, you know, and and that includes watching um, the halftime show. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I think it could be a pretty straightforward Tampa Bay win. Now to counter that. Right, because we are still dealing with a, a, a young force, a force that we may have, um, we may be underestimating. Because yes, this this is supposed to be a dream team that is going to last the next five to six years, right? At least um, with with uh, Patty Patty signing what a seven year deal. This means this is just the beginning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a. Um, it's just the beginning of his of his tenure with the Chiefs, so I think they as well understand how good Tom Brady is and how good Tom Brady is at holding the ball. Um, that they're gonna they they they've probably been constructing and, and drawing up some plays we may have never seen before, and I'm excited to see it because the talent that that Kansas has over Tampa. Um, will show true if they can really execute these plays or, or whatever the trick play may be. I I do see something like that happening. You know, I I, I remember watching um, Philadelphia when Philadelphia won and, and their trick plays um, and what Wentz was able to do. Uh, not Wentz, rather, but um, what's the backup? What was the backup? Nick Foles? 
Nick Foles was able to do and and the and the trick plays that they played, you know, just to just to to sneak sneak by and stuff like that. And that's to overcome uh um you know, overcome the 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 idea that they may not have had the best offense going into the game, but you know, if you can show variety, you show that your youth has potential. Your youth is dangerous, and it is a um, it is a, a sort of a weapon. You know, your your ingenuity, your creativity, um, and that's what I look forward to because I know Pat, Patty Mahomes is a lot. I know he's been playing a, a shit ton of. Um, uh, Madden, so I'm sure he's got like a few things up his sleeve. You know, he's probably just thinking, man, maybe if I just do reverse back and then I close my eyes, then Hail Mary it fake, then switch it back. And then if I get into the pocket, then run it down 20 yards. And then they're like, what are you talking about, Patty? He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> just make the run and I got you. <laughs> and you. And I mean, he he's done stuff like that before during the season, the last two to three seasons. So I uh, I see this being a very interesting um, matchup. I see Chiefs winning it, though, um, for as much as I know everyone else is going to say Tampa, but I think Chiefs are going to take it. So, Moses, um, we have to lock it in now. So I'm locking in Chiefs. Are you? What are you saying? Oh, I'm I'm going with the Bucks. I I I like both these teams. Yeah, it's not real one where you're like, oh, I can't stand. Them. I just don't <clears> want them to win. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think when you when you look at like the Pittsburgh Steelers, I just can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't out with the Steelers. Uh, How do you have the best record? <laughs> oh, that made me laugh so much, so much. Of course, anyway, it I, made I, you I, laugh. Just yeah. of course, it made you laugh, Moses. Twenty-eight, nothing uh, to start the game. Oh my God, I was boy, oh, oh boy. It's I would have. I would have. Oh man. Fumble City in Pennsylvania. It's Fumble City oh, in Pennsylvania. Oh, 2020. I know 20, everyone's, you know, complaining about 2020, but it was a miracle. Miracle it was a miracle. <laughs> oh, the Cleveland Browns had a wonderful oh, here we season. Ah, oh, man. Don't here we wrong. go. I think there's some yeah. great teams. It'll be tough next year for sure, um, but they'll be up to the task. And all you ask for as a fan is a competitive team. So, of course. You know what? That's, That's it. Because anything can happen. And uh, the competitive team and Steelers going 0-16. That would be a perfect scenario for this. <laughs> yeah. So, and now there's transition. Well, besides that. Yeah, yeah. Besides that. Sorry, I went yeah. on a, a little bit of a A little bit of a tangent. Of, yes. Uh, yes. No, I like both teams. Uh, I do still give the edge to Brady. I think when you look at his weapons and what he can do, and I think their defense is slightly better than Kansas City's. And I think that that can play a factor because, sure. you know, if there's a play where, you know, you can put Mahomes, if you can put, you know, if in, their, in Kansas City's case, Brady in a fourth down situation, you're in very, very, very good, uh, you know, very, very good scenario. Yeah. And I think the defense for the Bucks showed something looking at those film clips. Uh, I was telling you about uh, Brett Coleman. I'm like, he, he broke it down. I was like, that's very interesting. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing if they can make a stop or two defensively that's what's going to be a factor usually a lot of people are hype up games that you know involve two teams with high-powered offenses and they usually end up being duds um yeah. i think this one won't be as crazy as people might suggest i think the over under was like 57 yeah something like something that something like yeah. that they're making a shootout i don't know if it's going to be like that i could see a game going to be like 31 21 uh, yeah that'd be yeah, under that uh yeah. if you're going to go high numbers right like something yeah. like that yeah, that um, would be interesting to watch. That I, I really, yeah. I think, 
for the for the love of the game, a very good game to watch, regardless, right? Yeah, that's I, I think, think it'd be close. I think it'll be yeah. one of those that are very close or 31-24. For sure. Something within I, that keeps the team in a, within yeah. a score. Yeah. And I and I think you know the other the other benefit of this Super Bowl is that very few people have a stake in either team because I, I don't know anyone who was a Bucks fan before this year. Um, legitimately, I don't know a single person like but who who even wore a Buccaneers jersey. I've seen plenty of 12 jerseys running around yeah. right now. But if you don't, yeah, uh, if you didn't, never mind. Like if you didn't love the, the, the creamsicle Buccaneers. Exactly. Exactly. You know, savor or that the, win with Warren hey, Sapp. Listen, listen. All I cared about, really, about the Bucks was that I wanted to go to the stadium because they had a goddamn uh, uh, a boat in built into the stadium, and you could sit in a hot tub, you know, if you were in the VIP area and watch a game. And I said, I mean, if that ain't America, then I don't know what is, you know. <laughs> and as, <laughs> aside from that, I mean, of course, you would be watching your your team lose. Um, but at least you'd be doing it in style, you know. Correct. Uh, yeah. they didn't the, even win a playoff. They made the playoffs for the first time in 13 years. They didn't win a playoff game since, was it the year they won the Super Bowl? Yeah. No, exactly. So that's pretty much it. They, that's it's, yeah. And I mean, they were playing on AstroTurf back then. So like that's, listen, things have changed. <laughs> things have changed. Those creamsicle uniforms though. I, I'm not going to lie. Those look nice. They do look ah. nice. I don't know. Uh, oh, Warren Sapp, I'm sure, um, made, it, made it a big thing, but whatever. Typical Tampa. They should bring that back for a couple of games. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, maybe for, for next season. Let's hope. Um, but yeah, the transition. Now we have uh, some some um, some turmoil and drama on and off the court with uh, the boy LeBron. You know, uh, he was uh, caught in it, a spat confronting a basketball uh a basketball, I guess, fan, um, now known as with the moniker of uh, Courtside Karen. And uh, yeah, like it seems like uh, LeBron James had confronted or was confronted by um, one of the one of the the uh, fans for the Atlanta Hawks being I guess, some guy who was a friend or, or close to the Atlanta Hawk organizations because he'd been there a few times before. Actually, just... Uh, um, you know, he frequented, he had, I think, courtside seats uh, on a permanent basis. You know, he'd been there before. Uh, LeBron, you know, acknowledged him and probably called him a little, you know, something, something, something. Uh, Some kind of like old ass, like steroid head ass or something like that. I don't know. Something along those lines. Something along those lines. If you, you know what, if you trash talk a player and they trash talk you, I think it's all. You're going to be able to take it. Absolutely. It's fantastic. I, I don't mind it. it. Yeah. If you're going to yeah. do it, you, you got to, you know, you got to man up. His woman, <laughs> obviously, his, his woman obviously got in there. She manned up as well. Her woman up. She and, took uh, up got the gauntlet. There. Yeah. Yep. She, she, exactly and I think she took it. Yeah, and then she crossed the line. Yeah. Uh, well, well, yes and no. Right. Right. Like maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. I think at the same time, um, I realized that, you know, these, the fans are part and parcel of, the experience and really if they are really into the team that makes it a better experience for the nba and for you a watcher at home because you feel as though the intensity the the care for your team or, or the other team is is really put forth on the court like the the players 
feel encouraged if they feel like the fans are are there for them and they're supporting them, right? Like you you are more willing to play better if the people on the court side are screaming like, you know, obscenities against your opposition, you know, um, you, calling them names, things like that. Like maybe not to the, the degree that we would, uh, you know, maybe anything racial or anything um, slanderous. But really, if it's just some chirping here and there, I don't see it as a bad problem. I don't see it as a problem at all. It's, I think, what makes the NBA that much better. And then I like to I like to pull towards, and I, and I was playing the clip earlier um, as a joke, that uh, my favorite real references is um, when Isaiah Thomas uh, when he was still playing in the league and I think he was playing for the Kings or something um, or against the Kings. And, um, you know, he had been heckled by a player and I, I mean, a fan and given the double middle finger and uh, you know, he went up to the guy and, and tried to speak to him. And then when recounting the story to reporters, he said, well, he asked the fan, like, why, why are you, you know, why are you coming at me like that? What's with the heat? You know? And the fan said, you know, it's the smoothie King arena. And um, you know the, uh, the 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 plan was if Isaiah Thomas or or any player on the opposing team misses two free throws, which is what he did, he tried to distract Isaiah Thomas during his free throw attempts. Uh, you know, everyone in the stadium is um, uh, is able to to claim a free smoothie from Smoothie King. And I mean, if that's not fandom, I don't know what is Moses. You know, that's that's saying you really love the team you that you are you are here for plus you also really love smoothies free things so you know i is my favorite type of language free is <laughs> free is everyone's favorite type of language but yeah. most everything time, you everything know, tastes better exactly uh, everything is Ooh. slightly you know it's got mm, you know mm, mm, it, mm. it could just it could be just like the most ridiculous thing you know? yes it, yeah but it could just you know it could be a piece of lettuce but if that lettuce is free <laughs> Oh lettuce. my god, it's the greatest piece of lettuce you've ever tasted. And I mean, and then and then you know what's not even just better, like, Moses? You know, like a like a ball. I mean, just like a little strip, like just a little. Yeah, of course, of like course. Like and I mean, little, and I mean the, the 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 objective of it really. I mean, or the best part about this free lettuce that you're speaking of is if you could you got it as a uh, result of the the uh, the opposing team being held under I don't know sixty points, seventy points. And if you could somehow contribute to that, you know, maybe doing a little bit of heckling, throwing some cups into the onto the court, you know, calling them names, you know, the crybaby gesture here and there. Is that so bad? Is that wrong? Is that just entertainment, Moses? What do you think? Oh no, it's it's fantastic. I like it, but you got to back it up because if you if they see you if you're doing this, I'm like, you better stand up and be like, yeah, I said it. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Go Hawks. You know what I mean? Like you <laughs> yeah, cheer for your team. I got no problem with that. Yeah. Where I have a problem with it is like, say if there are kids in and around the area, I think you should watch your language. For uh, sure. Because, but you know, jeering a, a player, I don't think is a bad thing. Cause if you're cheering for the home team, you're going to boo, you know, you're going oh, yeah. to, you know, um, you know, try to as much as you can get into the head of a pro athlete, some much more than others. LeBron feeds off, all this energy. Uh, and I, I personally see it as no problem whatsoever. I'm glad because I know there are talks about her being banned and I'm glad that she is not banned from those games. Uh, no, talk no. about the languages. Uh, I think it really, it really depends 
Because if it's anything that, well, I think, well, I think it's just, if anything, racial. Now, again, I don't know if the full context was she was removed because of that mask. Because, I don't know, she took the mask off and then was yelling. Um, Yeah, because she wanted to make sure he heard heard her loud and clear, sir. She was on the, uh, she said, listen, I'm going to take this off so you can see my lips when I tell you, leave my husband alone. All right. He's a good Leave man. Leave him alone. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there That's we go. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I love it. I love it, man. Uh, who's that? Who's that? Actually, I can't even remember who that was. Was that um, was some some kid? <laughs> you think? Yeah. Why is it escaping me? Hold on one second. Yeah. I know uh, the song. I, also know. I know. I know. I know. Uh, See, this is uh, this is where this is where I come in handy when it comes to this stuff. <laughs> oh, uh, Flip De Niro. Was that? Yeah, Flip De Niro. Leave me alone. There you go. Flip De Niro. Leave Got me alone. Okay. No, for sure. That's that's the guy. That's the guy. Young. You gotta love these uh, young. Gotta rappers. love By the, the way, young rappers. She did uh, say this uh, the other day. Uh, oh yeah. See out there. So. After she it? received about 80 grand, I'm just showing the uh, the video here. So after she received 80 grand, uh, 80,000, 80 grand, 80,000, whatever. Uh, yeah. New followers on Instagram uh, for her rants, which I'll be, some parts were funny. Other parts you're like, all right, lady, you're just, <laughs> I was like, like, my first thought is, oh, she's going to get clowned. Sure enough, I see people just like posting from her like photos that she had days ago, right? Yeah. Not just from that moment, but like people like were like, oh, courtside Karen. Oh, and here she is. her pops, but anyway, or pops, her husband. Her uh, husband, yeah, her yeah, hubs. her pops. Her pops. <laughs> <laughs> pop, pop. Don't go Yo. up, pop, pop. Yo, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what the, the age discrepancy is between the two, but. Whatever. Oh, it's vast. It yeah. is vast. I could tell I, that from the get-go. I, had, I was I was looking at some of the comments and they were as you were talking, and some people were like, yo, she says she's 25. I bet you all my GameStop money. Like, you know, like, <laughs> uh, she's she's gotta be 40, you know, she's pushing it. Um oh, but, anyway, no. but here's a post. I'm sure if yeah. people who are who are watching uh yeah. probably read it as you and I were just bandying about. Uh about last night, uh, to say this is what she said. Uh, for yeah. those listening, here you go. About last night, to say things escalated quickly at yesterday's game is an understatement, and I want to apologize for losing my cool and removing my mask in the heat of the moment. My husband is a huge sports fan, and we're passionate people. And let's be real, sports wouldn't be, well, yeah, uh, sports wouldn't be sports without a little trash talking. Fair enough. What should have been a quick back and forth between two adults got out of hand, and my natural <laughs> instinct was to stand up for the man I love. I was kicked in, right? Uh, did I get defensive when that happened? Yes. Did I use offensive language when I could have taken the higher ground or higher road? Yes. And for these things, I take full responsibility. Wow. Thank you, Courtside Karen. Courtside Karen, we appreciate it. Is it an apology? Not really, uh, but more so an acknowledgement of her actions. The comments are great, yeah. I didn't even see it, but girl, bye. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, just but at the same time, the comments you know, on, is what kills you, right? Yeah, but at the same time, just, I don't think she needed to really. I don't. I mean, good that she made a statement. Of course, it's because she's 
obviously someone in a bit of the public eye. And I think this is also going to blow up her husband's spot a little bit. Um, so maybe this, this, this is just to quell a lot of like the anger or dissent that might happen, but I don't think she really needed to come out and say anything to clarify what her intention was. I, I think it was pretty clear that, you know, she of course was a fan. She, she loves the Hawks. She, she loves her husband more, more than everything. Her husband yeah. loves the Hawks and, you know, he was just so, coming at LeBron. So, yeah, somebody, sorry. Somebody, was, yeah, somebody wrote, just trying to keep that season ticket holder privilege. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Because you know what? The Atlanta Hawks also know that they get way more views on TV when LeBron James is in town. Well, so... Also, if you, if you look at a lot of the NBA teams, national, who's yeah. pre- who's predominantly well, of course, in the sport, it's predominantly played by black people and for sure. large viewing audience. You got to think when it comes to the the four professional sports that you know black people, African Americans, just people you know minorities in general of color, tend yeah. to watch. Yes, right, yeah, exactly. Tend to watch the basketball, NBA. football yeah. a little bit more. For I'm sure. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious to know. Um, because I think Atlanta, out of all the teams, has probably one of the largest minority fan bases. Uh, at least, or I'm, I'm talking mm-hmm. about like season ticket holders. Or yeah. Who's heavily oh, responsible. Yeah. Like if you think about it, because, you know, if you go to Atlanta, I've never been, it's, but, you know. It you, is a black capital, sir. One hundred yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and therefore, you think that um, a lot of them would, you know, a lot of the, the fan fans. Base, yeah. Would be of a particular ilk. Yeah. You would say. I well, I don't know what you would – what do you call that? It's like, you know a lot of those people. <laughs> you don't limp people over there. Yeah. 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 No, but of course I think – with uh, melanin. Yeah, you know, the, like, with the, a lot of the melanin. But I think yeah. of you, – you know, I think the Atlanta Hawks organization probably understands that this is a great thing to have a fan who cares that much about your organization. But at the same time, yeah, like you're saying, you also don't want to go against, you know – the will of your your fan base as well as even though these fans might be big Atlanta Hawks fans I think a lot of them are even bigger LeBron James fans uh LeBron James is not seen as just you know a guy for the LA but a guy for um a larger community and LeBron can get away with a lot of things yeah oh yeah I think when you talk about clout and I Stephen A. Smith actually said this, and you know, I I have to agree with him. Mm-hmm. Is that you might still have the argument of who's the goat of basketball, right? Some people will say Kobe, right? They'll throw him in there. They'll they'll throw in MJ, of course, as, the, sure. as the main guy. LeBron uh, in that mix as well, and a couple others, but primarily it's just those three in yeah, particular. Three the right last now. two, LeBron and, and Jordan, right? Yeah, for sure. But when it comes to influence from a professional basketball player or you know you might start saying in sports uh, outside of muhammad ali lebron is is probably got a lot of clout that way like yeah one he's of the got most significant. such an influential voice yeah and something that resonates with a lot of people so yeah you know you attack somebody that people like or their boy or you know whatever it may be i don't care who you are you're going to have to get some. And that's what's <laughs> happened to courtside Karen. Yeah, this is what has happened. And, yeah. You know, and it's not just like you could, you could attack her just saying, you know what, what you said was BS. It wasn't right. Blah, 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 the language, whatever. Um, but now 
it's gotten personal, right? Like think people are attacking her and her husband. They're like, yeah, for somebody that you, there was a comment. I was reading the comment section here. I'm going to get out of this window. I think we've been here too long. Uh, <laughs> Sitting on that. But yes, I, of course. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to uh, stay on that too long. Uh, no, that's just all rehashing. right. People were sliding. Through, I was sliding through the comments a little bit. But one of oh, them yeah. was like, "Yeah, the man you love, right?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, well, people are just getting personal now. The, the man, money, man, man, you love the yeah. man you love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. when he started disrespecting the money I love, I mean, the man. Yeah, I, love, I mean the man I love. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh my god, uh, people. Are, yeah, people are just gonna go. Go straight hey, for the jugular, hey, man. And that and that's what happens Both when you have uh, you know a guy who's a favorite son. Oh yeah, and you know what? Yeah. I I got no problem with this. Like I said, if you put yourself out there, you're going to expect um, something negative. Fight. And yeah, as much as that sucks, back. you know you, you 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 tune them out because yeah, you know just like opinions and like they say. And pardon my friends here, but opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. So let's go. <laughs> I don't know why you do that. I don't know why either. I'm sorry. So everyone's got assholes. That was a little, oh. little asshole right there. But yeah, no, Moses, that is very true. I think, uh, you know, hopefully courtside Karen, we, I would love to see more of her as the season continues. I even really hope Atlanta makes a playoff berth. So, you know, they get more executive treatment. Let's give them, let's give them more camera time. Let's keep this, this ball rolling. Cause that was hilarious. Uh, Oh yeah, I, I bet you the next Hawks game they're going to be like showing shots of the fans, and you're going to see her there for sure. Yeah. You're going to see them there. They're going to be like, and courtside Karen joining us tonight. <laughs> oh, Ernie, what do you think about that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's do, let's transition to. Too bad LeBron only plays there once this year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, Atlanta. You know, you guys need to get Collins and and. Um, Trey Young some help so you guys can maybe challenge a bit. Where's my man Kyrie and his sage? Maybe we got a bit higher. That, oh, listen. that area from all those this, like you know evil spirits. Listen, something those guys, just to to kind of put some positive vibes out there. Those guys are on a different level, different plane of existence. To be the to 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 be able to score that efficiently, you know. Um, I mean, the highest scoring game we watched was. Uh, just happened recently against against Washington Wizards. That was an incredible sequence, honestly. To honestly, watch, that. I don't even think the Wizards can beat the Washington Generals. It's that bad. But they okay, yeah, all right. When it comes to can you <laughs> can you maintain it this season? Um, no, and I honestly did want to talk about that a little bit bef- uh, before okay. this, but I decided as I say that they it. beat the Heat, so I was like, hmm. okay, yeah, exactly, maybe, exactly. Maybe I'm gonna have but some the people heat, coming at me. The Heat is in trouble though at the same time, but. Uh, what I say is to say this is that Bradley Beal. Uh, oh no, I'm good. They're as bad as Detroit. No, I'm fine. Yeah, I stand by no, my what I said. You no, know, they I are. I stand by what I said. That's only because they've only just had a recent turn of luck. You know, after that Brooklyn game, it seems as though they've trying to f- found their footing. Russell Westbrook being back has helped the wash the Wizards like regain Bradley a little Beal bit planning of, to leave. Bradley I know he wants to be their help. I think he wants. You no, know, he wants to help. But my my thing is, um, you know, free that man. Oh yeah, God. he's in prison. He's in purgatory right now, and he he realizes it's worse this than is not prison. the organization. Your your yeah. life's in the balance. He's got such a, a finite amount of years in your exactly. career as an exactly. NBA player, and that's not always guaranteed, right? God forbid no. any injuries happen. I want that dude to win a chip so bad. I really that, do. I he want does. Do he wants wrong. to win a chip so bad, and I think I want that's to. I wish problem. that upon him so much, so. Because I, I think, really like yeah. the guy, and I really like the way he plays. Yes. And I feel it's like it's like those certain players that you find in pro sports that 
you know, are so passionate that they lead, they, they try to help out the franchise that drafted them and they continue to play there, but they end up wasting their years because they end up doing nothing. And that's what yeah. I feel is happening to Bradley Beal. Yeah. 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 That was, a, that was, a, that was, that's a, that's a big thing. Cause I know well, who's, who was doing that now. Legitimately Kemba Walker was doing that for the first, like Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Five years of his life because he just decided he thought Slash that was, dance. Oh man, that was just such a bad idea for him. And I mean, at least he figured it out finally leaving, but I mean, I don't know what's going on with him now. Um, he may need to just go back to the drawing board a little bit, Moses. Well, perhaps, but I like his his um, mentality. Attitude. You talk about yeah. a consummate teammate. Like yeah. the dude knows he's making big dollars, and he knows that there's pressure on him, and he knows that you know he's back in the lineup that he's you know supposed to be that guy. Especially when you're paying a lot of money for him. Like we did Gordon Hayward, but you know, unfortunate you know injuries kind of put him back. Yeah, yeah. Took him yeah. a while to kind of get back. But with Kemba's in Kemba's case, I love the fact that. He was asked about, you know, the diminishing roles since he's back of or potential of diminishing roles for for a guy like um, uh, Jason Tatum or um, Brown, right? Jalen Brown. And he said, no, I'm going to adjust my game accordingly. And Mm -hmm. that's that's a player that you love. The fact that, you know, he's going to get his buckets and get his minutes. He plays for the team. But he but he understands there's guys with hot hands and he's like, you know what? Let's if go with the hot that, hand. Yeah, get my, I'll get my shots when I can, but uh, sure. I, I want to. I don't want to disrupt the uh, the chemistry and what we got going right now. Of course, so and salute I mean, to him. At the end of the day, it's about winning games, and I think that's something he definitely learned at uh, UConn. I, 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 they have a very much team centric ethos. They've always brought that, especially in the um, NCAA tournaments and stuff. I've noticed that a lot. UConn definitely had that. Uh, ingrained in every player there that you could not be bigger than the organization or not bigger than the the, the team itself. And I think Kemba brings a lot of that um, idea to, you know, to his game. Um, maybe even being from Brooklyn, you know, uh, understanding the work you got to put in and being a hard nose and, 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 you know, grinding, even though people don't think you can do it. Cause he is, I think he's just taller than me or if not shorter than me, like, this guy's not big. So, I mean, he is an incredible player. So I, I wish him luck. I think he's going to get back to it. You know, uh, the rest of the league, there's a lot of craziness happening, but, you know, we'll see that at a different day. I want to switch. And I want to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I know you want to uh, say this, and I was uh, I want to mm-hmm. mention this, and I think this is where you're going with this. Uh, talking about a guy who's small in stature, wasn't really given enough. Well, in his case, Blake UConn was great, but uh, a guy who's really had to fight to get what he deserved, got yes. paid, believed in himself, yes, and set a Raptors record. So, congratulations let's to your man. Oh, let's go, Fred Van Vliet, people. The Van Vliet train has arrived. I hope everyone has got their ticket because the operator is walking around the cars punching passes and if you didn't purchase one you're gonna have to get off the train because a lot of us had been on the train a little bit earlier fred van vliet undrafted hype you know this guy comes from wichita state uh you know undersized for his position even though he is a point guard but also can play the two um and i mean in a league where everyone is growing bigger and being able to play more versatile roles you know everyone is now six six and uh, on average can run the ball 
can shoot anywhere, you know, and can defend. A player of his stature and his dimensions are like are in less demand. But for him to be able to take this approach against an Orlando Magic number one that does not like us because of course, you know, Kyle Lowry and Aaron Go- and um, Gordon have their their history. I didn't even realize it was that deep. You know, I had to. Really oh, it also remember. in the bubble too. Yeah, no, I mean it happened in the bubble initially. This is my room I didn't number. Think it was. This uh, is my. <laughs> it was room number. I, I legit. I remember that, but I legitimately forgot about that because I just thought, you know, it's it's you're, everyone's heated. It's basketball. It's whatever. It's competitive, right? But for him to take that that cheap shot at at Larry, like um, you know, months later, you know, he clearly was holding this off. He was like, he circled, he circled this game in the calendar and he was like, Ooh boy, when I, when we meet again. Um, but besides that, you know, Fred Van Vliet has shown time and time again. And I think there's a, there's a bunch of people that need to be put on notice because I remember in 2019, just the lead up to the NBA finals, when we, the Raptors were on their, their blazing run and he was putting the team on his back when Larry sometimes wasn't able to make that, the shot or find the space or, or even when Siakam was starting to falter a little bit because of course Siakam still being that big of a guy and 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 having that you know sort of reach uh sometimes ran into traffic because you know you put enough big guys on him he's not as effective but Fred Van Vliet can find the open spot could find the pass this guy is an incredible player and I think the future he has for not only the Raptors, but the league, it's going to be incredible, immense. He should be an all-star now. Um, I think his time has come. He's he's really shown that he can take, um, you know, the the the, the heat. He, he, he really has shown his maturity and that he's always willing to learn and improve. Uh, you know, and it's funny because, you know, just the same way Jose Calderon Okay, uh, you know, brought Larry in and then nurtured and taught him how to take over the team and, and be the general. So too is Lowry, you know, grooming and taking Fred Van Vliet and Van Vliet will be the future if he decides he wants to, to stay. And I feel like he should because he knows there's no one else who really gave him the, the time of day before the Raptors did. And I think that's testament to maybe even just the way the Raptors look at talent, that it's more so, are you a hard worker can you put the, the hours in? You don't need to be the, the best AAU prospect or, or already have people chattering about you the moment you've learned to say your ABCs. You know, there's a lot of other guys in the league who've, who've, who get that, that, that put on them. And it's really difficult for them to even fit into that role. And it's even more difficult if you, you don't even get the looks, right? You are the nobody walking into the gym. No one wants to talk to you. You know, no one even thinks that you're capable of doing it. And then you drop 54 points in a regulation game. I have said what I needed to say. You know, if you are not converted people, then I don't know what else to tell you. But Fred Van Vliet has arrived. And uh, most this points man is by an undrafted player. Most points by an undrafted player. Not just the Raptors record, but I think that exactly. was great. So I think that just says a lot. And uh, I was just trying to look at some of the numbers because I know there was a comparison to Moses Malone. Now I know he came straight out of high school playing in the NBA. Moses Malone, yes. So yes, you know yes. when you're 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 considered 
you know, of that ilk when when you your name is uttered in the same sentence as some of the Moses, the legends Momo. and the greats yeah. of yeah. NBA past, regardless of what it may be, you're yeah. you're held in high esteem, and I I think this is fantastic for Fred. I think he's had a fantastic uh, career uh, the last year and a half or so, or two years. Uh, you're coming off a wonderful performance in Game Six of the NBA Finals that helped your team. Dude was bleeding. You know, yeah. took, uh, you know, as he was trying to go to the cup and he got knocked down. Um, yeah. Took, like he took was a like chip unconscious. tooth. Took a chip exactly. tooth. Had it repaired. Had, yeah. The dude just came out and he played. Then you look at uh, what he did uh, even last year and, and some of the numbers that he put up. He earned a max or not a max contract, but he definitely earned uh, a big one. Quite he a got bit. a big, yeah, big 85 big million over four years. And That's I think it. it's money well spent. It, yeah, you know, for for the Raptors, and you can understand when it came to uh, budgetary reasons. I know they got money freed up in the cap for free agency, and they tried to go after a guy like Giannis. That's not happening. But no, you have a lot of cap space, and you know you had to decide sorry, between sorry, you know, Jeremy Gasol's. Lin. Yeah, you had the <laughs> Jeremy Lin. You had Gasol. You also had Serge Ibaka and guys like that. And you're like, mm-hmm. we got to invest our money in this guy because he he is a workhorse, and he definitely. Um, next to Kyle Lowry would be that heir apparent. That would be that true number one for that team. And then you look at uh, what he did now and how uh, the Raptors uh, make that deal um, look very good Mm -hmm. uh, when uh, you uh, look at it. And on top of what he's done over the last, say, two and a half to three seasons, he also got a, uh, a call from the U.S. men's national team. So he has a chance to Incredible. be an Olympian on top of that. So Incredible. you look at the progression and you talk about it from the days where he was shocking people with the Wichita State Shockers and then you yeah. know, kind of progressing everywhere and having success everywhere um, without getting the star recognition. Um, exactly. Some of the players who do come into the league undrafted. Um, some teams didn't bat an eye, but they saw something in this no. guy and they said, yo, we got, we got to put him on the court and you know, it's paying off for them. Dude was lights out against Orlando. Uh, he was unconscious. Oh. I think he went in, 10 for 11, uh, to start, the uh, to start the yeah. game, uh, he, from beyond hit, the arc. He hit, uh, no, he hit a career high 11 threes, career high 11 threes. He he set the Raptors record for most in a half with eight yeah. threes yeah. made. Uh, but he, he, he was like 10 for 11 at one point. Um, yeah. with just on threes yeah. alone from, uh, from that standpoint. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, hey, it's... you know what? He, he did what he had to, he got the, he got the props from, uh, DeMar DeRozan. I know he's yes. joking around old man Lowry couldn't do it. So he was glad no, that Fred, no, could. uh, but of no, course. but it's great. Well, well, Lowry even had a triple double in that game. No, but it was great. I think it was great basketball. Great for him. I'm excited. And I'm happy for him. And I do hope he makes the U S men's national team, uh, this summer in Tokyo because yeah. yeah. potentially what we could see is uh the, the dream team this version of the, the dream re-up. team yeah taking on uh, if canada can qualify canada so the way the draw goes if canada oh. does qualify uh they will be taking on the united states and, and they'll be a part of that pool so listen listen let I'm me tell saying. you something about shy gillis alexander here and jamal murray those boys are going to be cooking okay i've been waiting for this moment because those boys are going to be cooking can i All rant right? about uh fiba Oh yeah, okay. Go off, go off, Moses. Yeah, this I have a serious. beef with FIBA because this this pissed me off. I know we kind of got on a, a, a sidetrack, and I I was really upset with what happened because Canada was supposed to play uh, a couple qualifier games uh, back in November, 
Yeah. And almost, because yeah, yeah. of everyone's COVID, logic. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. The pandemic. Um, maybe it's not a good idea to do it. So Canada did not, they pulled out, they said they're not playing. The basketball governing body, the global basketball governing body decided to it, fine, yeah. to fine the Canada basketball. So stupid for not over a quarter attending. of a million dollars. And I was just like, you have a quarter of a million dollars. I have no that. idea over that. They find them that. And I'm like, you have to be kidding me. Because I'm like, do you know what we're dealing with? And I think they were so brain dead when they made that decision. Uh, I really do. Because I, I, that just, that, that really pissed me off. Because I'm like, you can understand maybe this is not the best of circumstances to do it right now. If we could find some kind of solution, that'd be great. But yeah, this was not working. This was this past November. I was like, these yeah, are idiots. I sounds for that decision. Absolutely. Yeah, this, that sounds, that sounds a lot like, you know, someone has a personal vendetta against, the men's team for some reason that doesn't that's maybe he that's, put money maybe he put money uh against uh <laughs> some certain players and jamal murray just screwed him over yeah exactly yeah and probably maybe jamal, maybe the dude at fiba was a clippers fan and then you know jamal murray just did that to him and just did uh, uh, a cut cut and dirty. pace you know cut him up he said i lost a, a lot of money off of that game off of that series <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I mean, if you're angry, you should actually you shouldn't be angry at Jamal Murray. You should be angry at uh, playoff P, at pandemic P, rather, right? Um, again, you know, no slander to the man, and I know he's been coming in and doing a lot now, yeah. uh, playing really well. But again, yes, he's always going to play play well during the regular season. People, let's not lose sight, people. Let's not lose sight. Okay, he could do that anywhere. He can play well in any regulation, you know, any regular season game, he can give you, you know, triple doubles. He can give you 20 and 10 easily. You know, he can get you three steals. He can get you two blocks here and there. Efficient. He He's a very good permanent defender. Now, once you say, once, once they resurface the court, Moses, and then it says playoffs, uh-oh, uh-oh, that's when we can start talking about this guy. Because for some reason... <laughs> he sees he, he looks down at the he looks on the floor he looks back at the at the um at the the the, 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 the you know the screens they got for for the uh, uh what is it for post-match the post-match uh interviews right like the uh the yeah. decals and it says you know nba playoffs are starting and that's when he starts sweating and then then uh then it's like uh about i don't know what happened i don't know what's going on and you're like uh, well here we are again another season <sighs> another pandemic <laughs> but again to switch from that again no, just to say a final thank congratulations to to van vliet of course fiba screw you guys um loki i wish van vliet was canadian as well i feel like rockford is illinois is close enough to the border anyway it's really far north um yeah you've been living has you been living you spend most of your time in canada for the season yeah right? so may as well just call yourself canadian man uh, prime minister trudeau if you can make him an honor yeah citizen. come on come yeah. on well please. you know what i don't know i don't know what the FIBA rules are it's not like um soccer where if you're an international for one country that's how you are as a senior yeah, national forever, team member. yeah. like you, yeah forever you can't like all of a sudden join another country no but, you know if that's not the case you know what i'd love to see van vliet win um you know with team usa because you know yeah you're doing the favorite win a gold win a gold come medal. To canada and help us get a medal 
please. Yeah, yeah. Switch it up. <laughs> Switch it up. Um, and 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 to say that, yeah, finally we got our our last story, and that that is with Ajax. So you know, Ajax are a team rebuilding after you know selling off pretty much most of their core over the last two to three well, they seasons. To. Uh, did they have to Moses? Because uh, I mean, yeah, it's called money. They're not like they're not giants <laughs> of football here. Yeah, no, I'm just saying it's not like Eredivisie is really that like competitive. Um, That's some Holland, good so players, but you yeah. know, they, it's it's much like a. Oh, you hate to say this, but it's a development league because there's it's a, a lot. It's great. Yeah, they got yep. great opportunities, and sometimes you have this magical group that can go far, like we saw them do two seasons ago, getting into the Champions League the final, semis, yeah, and uh, nearly getting into the final. Just getting uh, losing up to uh, Tottenham. Just getting rushed. Yeah, I hated that game. That was the worst game ever. Um, they fell asleep in the second half. But besides that, um, you know, they've they've since made some 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 changes, and I think this is a, a good step in the right direction. Which was essentially to uh, invest in a new striker in um, in in Sebastian Haller of uh, formerly of West Ham, and it was a record signing of about twenty two million. Euros, but here's the problem, Moses, is that their upcoming UEFA Europa League roster submissions had to be put in, and you know you would think that your biggest record, uh, your club sign, your record club signing would be first on the list to go. Uh, you would want to utilize the guy the moment he he touches down, right? Because that's the reason you got him. You need firepower, especially in 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 um, you know Champions League and the and your ear de Vici. Uh, instead, what happened was due to a clerical error, he was left off the roster. So, the most expensive player to ever grace an Ajax shirt will not be playing in the league that they had him <laughs> purchased for. And I mean, the level of just unfortunateness—I don't know—it knows no bounds. Um, I just really understand that that this is you know about a bad luck, or maybe just the gods trying to tell them that this is what you get, this is what you get for selling all your good players, and now expecting that you know you things are gonna work out by 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 trading for players. No, 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 Ix, you know where your strengths lie, and that's in your development squad. Go get yourself. The next Zlatan Ibrahimovic, the next Ziyech, the next they're they're there. Jan Klaas Huntelaar, Jan Klaas Huntelaar, all of those guys are right there. You're they're playing in the under twenty threes right now. Go pick one up, and you're good to go. I don't understand why you're even putting money together to try and buy into this market, but I know who's behind it, and that is uh, Van der Sar because he is uh, part of the. He's I think president of Ajax right now and this guy is trying to come with a more british epl approach to things getting bigger spend get the the spending to to go up a little bit um bringing bigger names to the league which i think will help the league grow i think he Absolutely. has aspirations. well you saw that you saw that in germany to uh to yeah. an extent with with what bayern munich has done over yes. recent years the past decade and how successful they've become not just domestically of course but on the continental on the stage, stage yeah. they've done extremely well uh, when it comes to uh, Champions League and, yes. you know, perennially being one of the 
teams, the handful of teams that are favored or have an awesome, yeah, have a good chance of reaching the final and winning it again. They're always considered one of the favorites. So for me, I think it's, uh, I think it's smart to do. I think it was dumb on their part to, to, you'd think he'd be the first guy on your list when you're, you're putting on it, considering the talent and the money you put into this guy. And for the reasons you brought him uh, to help them, uh, inner, you know, help them with their competition in Europa as well as the league. But it's funny, I was just like reading some of the articles and obviously, you know, this, you know, playing in West Ham, a lot of the British papers and uh, yeah, uh, the Daily Mirror considered it, it called it a cock up. And oh, yeah, it was just oh, absolutely. So- you're like, oh, yeah, this is brutal. <laughs> this is really brutal. A very much, very much a cock up. Um, yeah. Go, go ahead. No, I was just saying that's absolutely just brutal. Like, how can you like in that in that sense where you went for this guy you put in the the bid the bid the was money. successful the, so much money the hype around him oh yeah oh yeah they probably made right? an intro video just like they do now for every player you know rep, welcome him to the team you know they probably like gave him a tour and they they broadcasted that on ix tv they had a, a question and answer interview so that the fans could get to know him, what his likes, his dislikes are, and his goals. I think in his clause uh, of his contract, that it includes Europa League and his performance in Europa League so that it's incentive-driven. You know, the goals he contributes at a, for, for, um, for cup games, for Europa League, and any other cup game he's in contribute to his... his uh, his income, so it's it's all put to f- put forth for him to be successful, and yet, yeah, he will not be joining them this Thursday evening, and that we're recording right now, so he won't be he won't be playing, ladies and gentlemen. So if you are a avid or uh, if you are an avid Ajax fan and you are waiting for your new signing to show up, unfortunately, he's back in the Netherlands right now. You know, he's turned on whatever their version of Sky Sports is or TSN or, or ESPN. And he's he's watching just like you and I are right now. And he's hoping, he's hoping <laughs> that his team still stays in. <laughs> or that they don't concede too many goals so that at least he can, uh, you know, maybe at least make up the difference in the second leg. If that even is possible for them. But yeah, no, besides that, Ajax, we wish you good luck. I hope to see bigger signings coming out of there, though. Um, Like going to the Dutch league rather than coming out of it. Because I, again, also don't like that so much talent gets wasted or or sent outwards. I agree that it is a a development league. But I think you, you stand a better chance of maintaining your league and even growing the competition in your league by retaining a lot of these players. I prefer that Champions League has a lot. It gets way more competitive because of the fact that the other leagues are, you know, just as chock full of talent, right? As as opposed to having one or two big teams and the rest are just garbage. And I think really, honestly, that's really my issue with Bundesliga because it's still a two-trick, two two-horse race, it's a one you know, horse race. It's a one you're horse race not now. Thinking, yeah, you're not thinking Dortmund's in there anymore. Well, yeah, Dortmund. Uh, you know, I yeah. mean, Dortmund kind of symbolically are. You know, Holland isn't a joke. He's not. He's not like no. Yeah, no, but this team is playing like trash right now. So yeah, of course, a lot of, of course, there's a lot of uh, disarray would be the word. <laughs> it's just things not are falling a good time apart right now. 
And yeah. I don't want to get into it because I know Moses, you're getting emotional. I can see your eyes tearing up a little bit. Okay, uh, this means off. a lot to you. Get, get the camera. Off. Get the camera. Off. Oh, he doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to talk. Uh, yeah, that means uh, we've, we've hit. I stopped nerve, watching but. some of the games after like watch some of the poor performances. There's only so much abuse. <laughs> no, there's only so much. No, like there's only so much somebody can take really yeah. when you're watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, your team continuously, and I've gone through these spells, like where you, you're going sure through it right now with Liverpool are. right now. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought that up, but I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. You know what? They got, <laughs> okay. the, they, they got the domestic trophy. They won another European title. I'm good. You know, you yeah. Come on, just, come on, man. As long as long as Man United doesn't get one, I'm fine. Uh, it looks you know, like they're on their way. Oh, well, whatever. Southampton, <laughs> nine nothing. Whatever. I don't care. Uh yeah. That's not even Southampton. Just needs to disband as a team. Honestly, I think it makes no sense. How can you win like two nil maybe the week before and then, you know, after? And I think they lost nine nil last year. Just at the beginning of the season, they lost nine nil. Yeah. If and I got my money lose. on anybody right now, I'm hoping that if Man City doesn't win it, Leicester. I want Leicester to do well. You know what? Give it to them. Give it to Leicester. They deserve it. I think uh, that if anything, I want to see see John uh, Vardy just pick it up one more time. You know, because I think that's a real that's a real rags to riches story right there, and, and they they show that they really know what they're doing. Yeah, and you uh, thought you're like, okay, it was a one trick pony. They started seeing some of their guys. Um, Mares, you know, obviously leaving to City and some of the yeah. other pieces. Conte, uh, Conte going to Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just seeing some of a lot of these players move. And you, you thought it was like, oh, it was a nice little run. Congratulations, you won because you, you. Know. But no, the last two seasons they've shown that you know they they do have the pedigree to and they fight for a top four spot and yeah. and do well. So. You know, they've, they have a good managerial structure. Uh, they have the finances. Uh, unfortunately, they did lose their owner in a uh, sad, tragic a helicopter plane crash. Yeah. Yes. Plane crash, was it? Plane, oh. Oh, it might have been a tropical crash. It was, yeah. Because he, um, he, was, he was coming to watch the game or he was leaving the stadium. One of the, like that, yeah. Right? And then yeah. The, it crashed like outside of the stadium. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, no, for sure. I, we, I agree. Like I can't wait to see them do well, do numbers. I think they'll do... I think they will contest this season uh, when it comes to the end, like in them versus Man City, them versus Man United. One of the two, um, I should also say them versus Liverpool. I was going to say, you're gonna, are, 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 I was gonna say, is Arsenal going to still try to finish in a Europa spot? Okay. You know what, man? I'm just saying. I know you're only nine points back of Liverpool for the final Champions League spot. But I mean, like... Yeah, we, it's Ever- still, we can still compete. E- like- Ever- Everton is within reach. Uh, five it's points close. back. It's close. At West Ham. Uh, yeah. Depends if you go on a run. So the thing is, we just realized that we shouldn't have dropped so many points at the start of the season. That's very obvious. Um, and had we found our form now that we, ha- like if we had f- found our form earlier, we would not have been so far off the top. I believe. I firmly believe. I think. I believe those ugly uh, white chain strips that you guys have. Okay. Not help out. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> thanks for that. It's first of all, it's white marble, uh, and that was the design aesthetic. And second of all, it was Adidas. I we none of us had any say in the matter. Okay. Right. And third of all, 
people some people like it okay i don't know it. the hate we are getting because of this stuff is crazy hey, i only crazy. from else or from me I, everyone i log well, on course. twitter people are talking smack and it's all man united and liverpool fans and chelsea fans and chelsea shouldn't even be talking you know <laughs> keep a manager for a season first okay and then let's talk <laughs> where's tottenham Ah, whatever. They are, yeah, they're doing okay. They're doing fine. (laughs) Screw those guys. But um, that's it for today, this week. Uh, Ladies and germs, we thank you again for joining us for another rendition of Beyond the Bleachers. Moses, is there anything else that you have to say? Nope, I'm good. Nothing at all. Let's end the show here now. You want to end the show here right now? No, nothing else said. Uh Goodbye. There's nothing else said? Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, buddy. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, man. I have to do my sign-off. Oh, no, no. Come on, man. Um, So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's been late. We've had a lot of, like, uh, sad, sad, uh, you know, tough times. But the crazy thing is I was at, uh, you know, if you for those of you who don't know, in Canada, there's this place called Tim Hortons. And... I got this special roll up the rim cup, right? And it was so crazy. So I know, you know, I, I just drank my hot chocolate like I usually do. Mm, yeah, yum, yum, yum. And usually I'm expecting, you know, a little message or something like that to tell me a free coffee, free muffin or something of the sort. But for some reason, I got this weird cryptic message when I rolled up the rim. Um, and this was, again, this was given to me, right? This is a I think it was a leftover from last year's campaign, and it just said it read Paul Pierce isn't shit. I it's crazy, crazy. But anyway, um, that's the story for today. Another day actually. But I hope everyone has a great evening, and uh, we will uh, see what's wrong. What's wrong? You know exactly what's wrong. <laughs> and we'll see you again next week, ladies and I gentlemen. I should end the recording. <laughs> Before you get to it, make you think we had something, but no. No, I have a fail safe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yep. Bye. Bye, everybody. This podcast is a Collab House production.